There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My oh my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Hmm. Now I feel like I'm dusting my goddamn wheels off. Is that a saying? But I'm dusting my wheels off. It might not be a saying, but I do know what you mean when you say it. Which, okay, and you, what does what I want to hear you say what that means. So by dusting your wheels off, I think that you are freshly in Los Angeles, yes. where we currently are. And I think that um, the wheels, uh, metaphorically in, this, in yes. this saying, have collected, uh, I guess, dust yes. from the traveling. No, okay. See. And now you're dusting them off so that your car looks nice as you drive it around in LA. God, you fully misinterpreted what I was trying to say and I don't think we can be friends anymore. Or this just means that... Well, it's fine that I misinterpreted it. It's not fine that we can't be friends. No, I'm just kidding. I meant that we haven't done this in a while. Oh, okay, so... We haven't recorded an episode in a long time because we backlogged a bunch of bunch of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in our our episode with Corinne and Christina, we talked about the masked singer as if it was, like, a new thing and now it's, like, old news. Humiliating. I, I listened back and I cringed at... What little I knew. The the little topicality. But the reason is, but here's the thing. Like, since we last recorded together, many things have changed. A lot's changed. And now and we're both I, busy by coastal whores. We're, I have to say, everyone, can we, can we, can we say this on the pod? I guess. Are we, okay. This is a, this I is, wasn't told I couldn't. You weren't told you couldn't. And no, this is, this is the kind of thing that just gets scuttlebutted anyway. But everyone, Matt is in the writer's room as a writer for the other two for season two. It's so exciting. Can you believe? It's, it's almost so like I cool. willed it into the atmosphere. Well, I I mean, like, truly, like, you, like, are perfect for that show, sensibility-wise, 
comedically. Your work ethic is perfect for that show. That's and, nice, babe. Thank you. And just, you know, like, it's 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 such a perfect first job for you. I love it. We're having a nice time. We're having a nice time. And can I say what's changed about you? Mm-hmm. What? She's inked. She's inked. She's inked. She got a tattoo. She got a tattoo. I've been thinking about it for a long time. I, 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 lit- I slept on it for a very long time. And the very first thing I did when I saw the tattoo was touch it, which actually is rule of culture number 18. You, you can't, can't touch, touch the, the tattoo, tattoo when it's fresh. When it's fresh. Well, it's fine. You can touch it. I just have, I just have a layer of Neosporin. I have a layer of... Right, right, right. I went to go touch it, and then you did a classic Bowen Yang uh, squeal. You did I Yes. Which I feel is your... Like if Nicole primal. Byer is like, bah, bah, uh-huh. you're like, Aye! yeah, that, that is, is my, pri- then it's my primal, you know, true self. But I anyway, big changes, big, big changes. changes. What is, what does this mean? This symbol? Okay. So it's basically a red square with dashed lines crosswise and diagonally. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is uh, the traditional, which is the. Uh, sort of structure. It's like the grid that you uh, have in calligraphy paper or just in workbook paper. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I got a lot of t- fun Twitter responses today being like, wow, he's taken like his childhood trauma, which is Chinese school. Uh, and so these are on all the Chinese school workbooks, but then you put it there, but it, it, it represents like structure and empty space. And is all there anything stuff. to that? Yeah. Is it, is this your trauma? This is not, no, th- th- no, I, I just thought that was a funny like A to C for them. But for right, me, right, this right. is like, cause like, the cliche thing is to get a Chinese character. Right. But I didn't get the character. I got the, the invisible structure around it. Right. But made that visible and made the character not visible. But the tattoo artist, Raven Liu, they're amazing. Okay. Um, they're a performance artist based out here, and they're also they're also a tattoo artist. Um, so they do they do the, the, the grid with like something inside, and I was I couldn't decide on what to get inside, but I was like, maybe someday you will tattoo something in there. Absolutely. As I it, say I say keep so it keep it open. Keep it open, but then someday maybe I'll be compelled to put something in there and it'll be Raven to like finish the story. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. And I want to say like I I had an instinct to ask you what it means to you, but then I thought to myself, you know what? That's not for everyone. That's or, that's or, only for you. It, for me it just it's just like a symbol. Like I, for the longest time I was hemming and hawing and being like I don't know I want a tattoo but I don't know what I would get. And then I saw this on Raven's Instagram and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, that." And so that's that. that. So that's that. It anyway, looks good on you, babe. Would you get a tat? Um, I don't think so because mm. I feel like I don't have any like compulsion to, I, I, yeah. I, I think I've told you this. My sister and I almost got matching tattoos right. in Universal Studios, yes. Florida. Yes. And then we went up and we were they like, they have tattoo hmm, artists. There? They do. Wow. And then I was like, I don't think we know what we want. And that means we shouldn't get it. And also I would feel insane if I got a tattoo in Orlando, Florida. In Orlando. Not, and that's not saying it does no shade. I just think if I get a tattoo, I have to know what I want, A, yep, yep. and it has to be in like the city of New York. I can't be I can't be on be I can't be on my like Orlando fever dream and get a tattoo cuz that's like I'm not myself there. I'm a heightened version of myself. Totally. Well, you know, we were walking around Portland, you and I on that's tour true. and I kept saying I was like we should get a tattoo. <laughs> and, and you immediately I was shut like that no down. because we were, we don't know what we want. And yeah. I, look, this means something to you, and I'm I'm, I'm happy that you got it. Yes, but until yes. we can figure out what we get that mm-hmm. binds us, what were we gonna get? What was your idea? I don't. I, I don't. I don't remember. remember either. We were high. We were high. All right. So here's the deal. Speaking of being high, and speaking of tattoos, <laughs> I would like to tattoo our are... guest's face. Oh, he's got a good face. Right on my thigh. On my ass asshole, because yes. I feel. Very strongly about our guest. You know, the first time I saw our guest perform, oh, I, remember I saw him it. do a character set, which mm. I've never seen him do since. But I did say to myself, I have to know everything. He, it was impactful. Like, like I saw him. I saw this set, this exact set you're talking about. You were intrigued. I was like, wow, 
that guy. Mm-hmm. And then I went up to him afterwards. I was like, you are, you're amazing. Yes. He did. He basically starts with, from what I can re- recall, um, it's a DJ set from Glinda the Good Bitch. Mm-hmm. And he's just, just, just super like, I'm going to fucking hit you with some beats. It's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to blow your fucking socks off yeah. with my beats. And then he basically just does like musical, like, 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 like beat driven musical theater. Yes. What, I think he did like "Don't Rain on My Parade." He he, he and he truly. Yeah, like, I remember. I remember the iconic "Dum Dum 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 Dum" playing, and I was like, "I love that." It's just all the queerest canon shit, and I'm like, "This is brilliant." It was queer canon. It was queer canon. That character set at the Beast that night. Well, and it, truly, I was like, "Wow!" Like I've never seen this happen. And, and now I see him do stand up. I, I and I, he's so good. See, at see it. he is a stand up. The thing is, like, I, I would never. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. To to be the bitch that turns out all different kinds of performance, you have to be a talented bitch. You have to be. A and this is bitch. a talented bitch. And I, uh, we've p- appeared on a couple of the same shows out here in L. A. Always crushes. Always crushes. Always. Never seen him not crush. We saw him crush in, at Clusterfest. I always watch him crush. Always watch him crush. Always. But uh, here's the thing. I've been uh, wanting him on the show too. A true renaissance man in comedy uh, as part of the fantastic, legendary improv and sketch group 3 Pete, based out of Chicago. Um, a writer for The Break with Michelle Wolf, And he famously appeared as Beyonce on drag. The Break with Michelle Wolf in, in fact, drag. In fact, drag while Michelle Wolf was her Jay-Z, his Jay-Z. Hmm. Um, to his Beyonce, hmm. um, but then that was the bit. Was Michelle was like, I can just be Jay Z and just stand there and not do anything, and while Beyonce just fucking flails around and does all these gymnastics. Sure, yeah. Um, it was gorgeous, iconic. Queer, that that's queer canon. Queer canon. Queer canon. The whole the guest is queer canon. The guest is queer canon, and he's working on. And Matt, do you want to do the honors? This is the thing that we cannot talk. Oh, about. Oh, guess what? He's doing something that we can't even talk about. And but you're going to be fucking gooped and gagged. You'll, when be hear, ha- you'll hear about it later, but not from us. Not from us. Uh, from Deadline, baby. Uh, I really love our guest so, so much. Please, welcome to your ears, Dwayne Perkins. Oh my God, hello. Hi, Dwayne. Uh, hi. Uh, Here, we just did a long intro because we haven't seen each other yeah, in a while, yeah. but oh, we're happy you're in. We're so happy so, you're I'm in. so glad you guys remember that set. That's the last character set I've ever done. It ever? was so yeah, good. I was like, I'm done with this. And then I just started doing stand-up. That's privilege. That's privilege of, of being like, I'm too good at this. I'm not going to do it again. How dare Unbelievable. you? Unbelievable. I, you know, I that was like we were all auditioning for JFL, yeah. and I was positive you were going to go. And I remember they didn't pick me, and I was like, oh, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. How dare you? Spiteful. I'll just go do this other art that well, I'm well, great Dwayne at. Yeah. Dwayne and I were DMing early on. <laughs> well, I love it. Whatever. I wish so, you were all that strong. Uh, well, Dwayne and I were DMing. Like I saw his set, and like we Hot. like. Okay, and and so then we like we like we like strike up a strike up a little friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, but we were both just like, wow, maybe we'll like hang out in Montreal. Because at the time he was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest. Um, it was an upset. It, it was an egregious moment that you guys didn't go. But, and, and I did. And that you did. I no. <laughs> you, 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 it, that was a good group because you had you and Heidi Gardner. And, and I Yoni fucking love Heidi Gardner. That's the first time I saw Kat Cohen. Oh, that was first uh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Cat Cohen was up that night. Also, didn't go. Also, didn't go. Like truly, JFL. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> JFL, <laughs> your your marks off. You know, but yeah, anyway. that was a good night. That that ended that up being a good a, a good group. No it character. Was. You would, would you ever do a character set again? You think? Um, if you need, unless you needed to. Yeah, I don't find a reason to. Yeah, um, they're hard to they're hard to put up in like have everyone in the audience like be on board with. Yeah, it's like I'll just like rather like write a pilot and try to sell it. Like, I don't yeah, have time. Go. I just don't have time to be doing characters. Yes. Well, yeah. unless you're like character. going up for a sketch show, which there's only one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and like, 
at a certain point, it's like you don't do that anymore. You don't really do a character yeah, set. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And also, it is weird to just put it up in the middle of a stand-up set because no, stand-up show rather because no one's ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you do one long character. Yeah, I'd rather. Like, stand-up was, honestly, stand-up is just easier. Like, you less props, less preparation. Yeah. You literally go on stage and talk. And, and I was talk. like, oh, I can <laughs> I can do this. Yeah, I can thrive yeah. here. This yeah. I know. Are you? But you two are, I feel, well, Matt is someone who has taken his sketch or character ideas and, like, transmuted them very effectively into stand-up, like, act-outs or, like, stand-up jokes. Yeah. Like, is that something, is that something you, you do? No, because I think the characters that I would do were so far from me that mm. it's hard to like yeah. put them into stand up. And I feel like I, I use stand up strictly as like a power tool to be like, I'm just gonna talk about what I want, and you have mm-hmm. to listen because I'm yeah. on stage. Yes. Yeah. So mo- mainly it's me just talking about how great I am. I love it. <laughs> it's really fun. It's like the opposite <laughs> of self deprecation. I just love being like, look how great I am. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and is- you always look like a fucking million dollars, too. <laughs> I love someone who puts a look together for a show. Uh, oh, yeah. You uh, never know when it's your last one. Exactly. You might be photographed last show. Oh yeah, or God. you might like die. <laughs> Whoa, okay. And we're talking about death. <laughs> Let's talk about death Let's on the show. Death. I mean, uh, a parent is a fear of mine. Wait, Listen. losing your parents? No, dying. Dying. Mm. Dying. Um, well, dying specifically before I achieve all the things that I want to achieve. Of course. Do you actually think about death? Every day. I, you do. I, you have a, I you, do. You do? Every day. Yeah, it's a problem. Okay, so this <laughs> this is a thing. I, I used to, there was a period in my life, I'm going to say like mm, two, three years ago, where I thought about it legitimately every single day, and I was like, what's wrong with me? I haven't for a while, but like, I think- um, there's people that we're friends with. I don't want to speak for them, but they've revealed that they think about this every day. And I'm like, oh God, that's a bad zone. What to about be in. death? What like what about it? I think I was smoking some bad weed. I think that's what it was. Oh, yeah. Like, and right. each and every day I would get high, and it was the kind of weed, like or being the kind of high where you're like, Oh, I don't know how it's gonna happen, but I am absolutely positive that a car is gonna come in through the window and kill me right now. Uh-huh. Like I it was the weed, I think. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Also, it I think just like, like growing up in the hood, the, the yeah. possibility of death was like for real. Like it was just real. And uh, I just haven't shook that yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, <I> mean, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've described to me very, in very elegant detail, <laughs> like brushes with like just like crazy real ass fucking death. shit. Yeah. Which yeah. is, yeah. Like that's a very apparent thing in my life which is why a lot of other things are so easy mm-hmm. like which is why I'm like mm. oh a character said stand up I'm like what the <laughs> yeah, fuck whatever. I'm wow. fucking talking on stage I'm not dodging bullets everybody yeah, yeah, relax yeah. everybody relax yeah. Damn, fuck fuck wow but like what is what is in between death and a, st- a character set? <laughs> like, is there something in between? <laughs> a that? roller coaster. A roller coaster. Oh my god, I love roller coasters. Me too, bitch. Okay, yes. Dwayne, are you a Disney queen? Uh, not yeah, yeah. I mean, not There's Disney no shame, particularly, but, but, theme but like parks. any amusement, park. I love a theme park. Right. I Me love too. a roller coaster. Love a funnel cake. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I just rediscovered, or not rediscovered? Like I fully knew I was gonna. I went to Disneyland recently for my birthday, and I love a fucking turkey leg. I love a big fucking hunk of meat in my hands. Oh, that's too much meat. That is so much meat. <laughs> and that's so the thing. Meat. That's the thing. Is the smell of it, you can get hooked, hun. And also, the taste of the first, I, I, my joke is I am a tryptophan of a turkey leg. Oh. Until you get about halfway through and then you're just like Sleepy, fucking sleepy. messy as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Your hands are a oh, disaster. Your mouth is a disaster. You can't get enough napkins in the place. I always forget about all the tryptophan in that, in the turkey Oh, leg. yeah. 
Wow. That's, Tons that's, of tryptophan on the stuff. Yeah. What is a tryptophan? It's, tryptophan is a chemical in turkey that makes you want to fall asleep, which is why acid. you get so tired on Thanksgiving. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should. Okay, I've been looking for a way to, I'm taking a plane tomorrow night. I'm terrified of planes, uh-huh. but I'm on a weed break. I usually smoke a bunch of weed to go to sleep mm-hmm. on planes, yes. so now I'm trying to figure out a way to fall asleep. Trimity. And I can't swallow pills. Because, like, that's a thing that I mentally cannot do. You can't oh, swallow pills? No. Can't swallow pills? Do you cut them in half? I try. Can mm. you can you grind them into, like, a bottle of water or something? That's nasty. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that Wait, tastes nasty. Dwayne, I don't, well, there's no workaround for this. I know, which is why I'm struggling, which is why I might just eat a bunch of turkey before I get on this You plane. can yeah. eat a bunch of turkey. Wait, okay, a couple questions. First of all, where are you going? New York. What, just Wait, for how long? Wait, what? Uh, I, leave, I go there tomorrow and I leave on Tuesday. Oh, I'm going to miss you. I mean, whatever. Okay, so um, you're just going to be there for a short time. Yeah, for a short period. I have things to take care of. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> he has, he's got things to take care of that he t- can't talk about. Oh. Um, <laughs> second thing, why is there a weed break? Uh, because I was smoking weed every day and I needed yes. a tolerance break. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. because it was taking me, taking too much weed for me to get high. Yes. So I, mm. I took a break just so when I smoke again, I can get high quicker. Right, of course. It's very selfish. Yes, is I this, understand. Is this physiologically proven to, is, is this proven out where it's like... You, if you take a break, then you then your tolerance will recalibrate and level back out. Yes, okay. two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So how, what day are you on right now? Uh, it will be fuck. I don't know. Um, you gotta mo- keep track. Monday is when I can smoke weed again. Oh, uh, so well, well, like Sunday evening. Yeah, Sunday evening. <laughs> oh, don't even don't even like wait until the, the clock strikes. I love Sunday. that you love weed, and I love that if we're on the same show, I know you'll have weed after the show. <laughs> oh, uh, is this man. from experience? Is it, are we, are we talking did about? we smoke after the Blair and Greta show? I think we did. I smoke. Oh, I smoked. Every and, show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah smoke yeah. before a show. Weed <laughs> is just very. We um, it, being gay and black is just real hard. Yeah. So yeah, I just gotta. have to be high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. Not all the time, but just like as often I can and still function. Right. Mm. Right. Because it's it blunts everything and it's gorgeous and that's why we do it. See, I, it doesn't relax me. It makes me a little paranoid. So that's why getting on planes is a tough one for me because I, like you, do not like to fly. Mm-hmm. And if I'm up there and too high, it's like, oh my God, do you know how many feet are under me right now? 33 fucking thousand. Yes, I made a mistake and got too high like right before I got on. So the plan is you, you get really high before so that mm. when you're on the plane, it's the come down mm. so that you're just very tired. Mm. Oh. You don't like, Get high to get on the plane. Totally, right. totally, totally. Yeah. No, you get high way before. Way before yeah. while mm-hmm. you're in security. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, well, okay, well, let's figure out a solution for Dwayne for tomorrow. Um, I think, I mean, my, my pitch is Dramamine, but it's, it's Dramamine? not. Dramamine? Dramamine. It's, it's a, a motion sickness. He can't do it. Motion sickness, but it's like, a, it's a tablet. Is it tiny? It's tiny. You can grind it up. It's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, t- uh, not a TikTok. It's like a sweet tart. It's like, or it's like um, one of those Smarties. It's like, you can. Oh, it'll, it'll, oh, I see. I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, you, you could no, do no, that. No capsule. That's what you're. That's yeah, what you're, I can't. can't do. I swallowed a pill the other day. I was uh, shooting a commercial. Um, oh, brag. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I had allergies, and I don't have them often. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the actresses was like, "Hey, swallow this pill," and I did. You did because it was very, if, very if, tiny. If though. Any yeah, actress yeah, yeah. says swallow this pill, you do. It was a Benadryl. Yeah. Okay. And that, well, that'll put you to sleep. Really? A hundred well, it, it's an if you if you are ass deep in allergies, I believe it takes care of the allergies. But if you don't have allergies and you just take a Benadryl, then it puts you to sleep. Oh, for sure. I think that's the tea. But yeah. so if you can take a Benadryl down the throat, baby, take a Benadryl. But like it was like the twenty four hour one because it's like very tiny. Like there's like two kinds. Oh. There's like the strong kind which mm-hmm. you have to buy over the counter because right. like you can get fucked up. And mm-hmm. then it's like the weak small pill that I took. Hmm. Weak small pill. <laughs> weak small pill. <laughs> Listen, the famous Alanis Morissette. Album. Have you never been? Is it? Is it one of those things where it's like, 
Okay, so you know how when you get older, all of a sudden things become fucked up and hard? Like, when I was younger, I could crack an egg. What? Nowadays, can't crack a fucking egg to save my life. What? I, I, like, I don't know. I was talking to Greta about this. This, this isn't real. No. no, like, as you get older, like, little things that would, would used to be easy, like, used to fucking break an egg out of the carton, snap, there we go, the eggs in the pan. Now it's like, I don't know how much force to, to crack oh the God. egg with. You're just too strong. You're just too strong. I think that's what it is. My yeah. muscle mass has yeah. become overwhelming. Super strong and macho. Here's what you do. Exactly. Very butch. It's a light, like, you just put it on the rim of something. Tap, tap, light, light. See? And then, and then you perforate just a little bit, and then you, you tuck your thumb under, and then you, like that. You are frail. <laughs> you are small and frail. And no, when you go tap, tap, it, it, it's not the same as me. When I go tap, tap, it breaks all over the place. Oh, I have to be very careful with my big, big arms. Oh, I would say I did cook an egg <laughs> two days ago, and I tried to crack it, and it just burst in my hand. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I'm the fucking hawk. Okay. You are the hawk. Yeah. But okay, so we, could you swallow pills as a small child or this has always been a nightmare? Oh, no. Like medicine in general was just something that was mm-hmm. hard for me. Uh, I had the flu like sometime last year and I couldn't take pills so I tried no. to take cough medicine and just like threw up in front of a Ralph's. It was very... <gasps> in front no. of a Ralph's yes, even. Families like, eating ISIS. I can't, ices. can't like digest. Like medicine is just... There's like a mental block, I think. I really? understand. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Is... You know what? Well, don't get very sick. I'm gonna get hypnotized. That's my plan. Oh, I'm gonna. I gotta get hypnotized. I, I do. For I, what? You know, you gotta get out of your own way. Well, no, it's not that. It's just. Oh, never mind. It's it's <laughs> it's this, this it's this. I, I mean, there's. I have to do that. But I mean, the cigarettes are creeping their way back. Shut in. up! That's oh. so stupid. And I and I and well, one well, one thing is that. What does that mean? They're fully back. Not no, not fully back. It's just I'll be like, hey, can I bum something? And I'll just smoke like oh, one, like a bum. couple times. That a week. is but, so dumb. But I want there's this book apparently that's called How to Quit Smoke or something that everybody is like, you read this, read this book, and you will quit. Mm. But you only you can only quit. You can only attempt one quitting attempt, basically. As you or read else the, the book, book won't work, or else the book won't work. If you if if the book won't work, if you read the book, you quit, and then you you fall off the wagon and start back up. Oh, I see. Then you're fucked, and you have no recourse mm. at all. Oh, so it's like a magic book. Yeah, it feels it's <laughs> so, like so. This book magic. is like a spell book. It's oh, a tome. I get it. It's, it's a, a book from Hocus Pocus. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It. it's that book. And um, but oh my no. god, that big book with the eye. Yeah. Yes, and she goes boo. Yes, yes, boo. yes. Oh my oh. god, famously <laughs> Bette Miller. Like if you're IE and Nicola's Papa, then Bette, Bette Miller is. Dwayne, what's your sound? Go. Don't think about it. Nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally the first thing that came to mind. And then I was like, ah, goddamn. Sure, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, Southside of Chicago really came out. That's the the trademark. Okay. That's different from mine, which is, (laughs) wow. I love that. So much personality. And IE is a little. (laughs) Mine's very resonant. (laughs) Right. Right. So, uh, but I was going to say that I should go see Hypnotist too. Yeah, honestly, I can't believe you started smoking cigs again. Whatever. I don't like that at all. I and know, I've, I, I'm so vocal about how I don't like you, that. You are very vocal about it. I must say I've never smoked a cigarette. Really? Mm. Yeah. I, there's no, you're not missing anything. Well, yeah, don't do it. I can't <laughs> claim that I've never smoked one, but I, but like... You sh- you can't regularly smoke them. I mean, come on, guys. No. It's actually a rule of culture number one hundred. You, you can't, can't regularly, regularly smoke, smoke cigarettes. cigarettes. So you can't. Y- you know, it's 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 my journey, and it's and it's fine. 
Speaking of journeys. Speaking of journeys, I in think, fact. I think we get into this question with Dwayne. We ask this of all our guests. Yeah. Dwayne, what is the culture that made you say culture is for me? This is the pop culture that was formative for you that has created the Dwayne we are sitting with today. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple. Yes, go. Okay, uh, I love that. One major one was uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Phenomenon wow. that changed. I have a Power Ranger. Oh, I, I have another tattoo that I didn't show you. I have a Power <gasps> Ranger tattoo. You have a Power Ranger tattoo. Uh, that's like, it's on, it's in very beautiful calligraphy that says Ooh. it's Morphin Time on my uh, oh, shoulder blade. I love um, that. Yeah, Zach, the Black Ranger, just really gave me everything. Absolutely. Uh, Keto. Uh, he wore hammer pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was, was he in the movie? Uh, no, he Zach was, was not. In the movie. He was gone by then. It was I Adam. That was the, Adam. Yeah. But, but the, the but the Blue Ranger was black in the movie, right? No, the Blue uh, Ranger was the one with the glasses in the movie. He was black in the new movie. In the yeah. new yeah, he movie, he was black. And yes. yes. Uh, okay. Right. Did, we, did we like the new movie? I actually did. I actually did I love loved it. it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, it doesn't have the nostalgic feel of the first one right. with, uh, with uh, Cunty Ivan Ooze. Uh, yes, Ivan Ooze is a, t- a full cunt. Yes. Yeah, we need uh, Cunty Ivan Ooze, and uh, also, but I did appreciate about the new one Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. I thought that was inspired. Yes, she was great. I also loved a Becky G moment. Becky G. <laughs> A, I live for a queer Becky uh, G moment. She's unreal. Um, Becky G was great, and then but Rita Repulsa just saying Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme all over again. Brian 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 Cranston, yes, being, mm-hmm. being, being, yes, 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 and mm-hmm. also fucking hot ass uh, Dacre Montgomery Who, as the Red Ranger. Oh, I was about to say that is not a real it's name. A made up name. <laughs> it, uh, I was shocked as well. Is he Australian or he some is. kind of not? Wow, regular white. He's not regular white. Not regular. <laughs> he's Auss- Aussie white. He's a Got it. which means worse. He's a Hemsworth. <laughs> he's, a, he's a beach white. He's a surfer white. He's one of those like Australians. That's the, except I will say this: Australian. They can turn out a good American accent. Sometimes I'm like, "What the fuck?" When I find out they're Australian, uh-huh, like, like uh-huh. the like the kid oh, from Riverdale. He's Kiwi. I don't know where that what that's where that New is. New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> the main guy. Yes. The redhead. Yes. That's not a real redhead. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a Kiwi. He's Kiwi, like straight up. Geraldine. He, Geraldine. Geraldine is, a, is like does such a good American Swanathan. accent. Rising star, American. she does very good. But Geraldine, anyway. is that like an old black lady? Who is the Geraldine? Ah! So she, uh, you're right. You're right. Who's <laughs> Geraldine? She's she's a, a wonderful young Australian Indian actress. Yes. Actress. Oh. Um, she was in Blockers. She was, in blockers. She was John oh, Cena's daughter in Blockers. Yes, her. She's sure. Australian. Yeah, so but she's her, a friend her of the fan. Is like so she like. Cloaks it so fucking well. Oh, we have to get her on the show. Hundred percent. She's a friend of the fam and a very 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 good person. But here's the thing, like. I think I would, I can't tell if I would do a horrible British slash Australian accent if I were called for it. I mean, that's a tough thing to do. It's hard. It's hard. But anyway, would you, you, you okay, do you think you would, you think you would do, a, I think you, you might do a good British. I was in a, the last play I did, uh-huh. I had to play British and it was, at the time it was good. Mm. I don't remember it now. <laughs> because yeah. people get into like, reg- when it's, when people start getting into regionality shit, I'm like, oh, well now it's like, now I'm in my head and now I'm like, I can't tell if I'm doing, if I'm doing Leeds or Cockney or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, I yeah. can never tell what kind of British accent I'm going to start doing before I do but it. But then you commit to it once you do it. Yeah, like I think sometimes <laughs> you, you often slip into like whatever Adele does. That's and fun. you know, she's very <laughs> much like, Lower class, oh, right? Yeah. Okay, let me see what comes out. Okay, go. I each like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's very yeah, easy it's very... to slip into this, yes. and then 
There's also the South Shields accent. The people that talk like this, like the Beatles almost, but also the, uh, Cheryl Cole from X Factor has this That's accent. Very and Cheryl that, Cole. I was watching a lot of British television and she often <laughs> talked like this. <laughs> Mine is. Okay, okay, let me, let me see. I think that what I have is sort of a Windsor royalty accent. Mm. Oh, Just yes. extremely Buckingham. You sound like, like the butler um, from Richie Rich. Yes. <laughs> like, um, uh, what's her face from down, uh, um, uh, The Crown? Um, Claire, Claire Foy. Miss Claire Foy. The way she speaks is quite, um, um, you know, pomp and Oh, there, there's, a, there's a word. Um, there's a word. The Queen's British. The Queen. No. It's the Queen's <laughs> that British. That is more than one word. The Queen's British. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, there's like one word. Um, like, like oh, this is the this is the word that calibrates it for me. Quiet, quiet, mm. quiet. And then if you if you if you say quiet, quiet, quiet. In my head, that sounds like Borat. Quiet, my quiet, quiet. So okay, this is. I'm really glad we're exploring power, this. N- but Power Rangers. But we have to talk about Power Rangers more because there's no way we can just skip over it because it's no, no, too no, no, much. No. It's it's like when we just talked about the Spice Girls with Corinne and Christina. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe we haven't talked about the Spice Girls yet. I, I feel this way we've talked about about, about Power, power Rangers. Rangers. So you were a fan from an early age. Yes. 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 How old are you? 28. Yeah, we're all, we're, the, same we're all the same age. Okay, yes. so we had the OG Power Rangers. Yeah, yes. but I like stayed on for a while. I see. Um, yeah. I see. <laughs> I stayed on. I, you know where I fell off was um, Power Rangers Wild Force. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Yes, that Red Ranger did was, commit murder. Did did murder somebody. Holy but he, fuck. With a sword. Yeah. With a sword. With a sword. Um, and can I tell you? The hottest Power Ranger to ever be. Absolutely. What? That, the Red Ranger from Wild Force, and that first episode of Wild Force was very well done. That hair, I don't know. I what didn't... was this? What was the deal with the hair? It, he did lo- it was like long. long. He, he was like he was like a Jungle Boy. Yeah. He was no. Like, and... He was like a white Mowgli. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> he was basically a white Mowgli. And... I don't think so, honey. That. Oh, and, oh, we have to talk about hot associate producer Alec. H H Hapa is H A P A is with us. It's crazy. H-A-P-A they hire f- only hot ones. They hire only hot ones of all genders. But Hapa is a fellow Denverite. We talked about he went to GW. I went to Smoky Hill. We He's got a good banana shirt on. Me, me, Hapa, and Dwayne all were in IB. We all had a long conversation about what our HLs were, and you know it was a beautiful esoteric moment. And I don't speak this language because I was an AP child on the Aww. East Coast. And you were. Just true, true rabble. Um, but anyway, we can't leave the Power Rangers conversation no, 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 no. yet <laughs> again. Um, but I will say this. The first great love story of my time was Kimberly and Tommy. Kimberly and Tommy. The pink oh, ranger and, and the, the blue I guess, ranger. green ranger turned into white oh, ranger. Yes, and they turned was, into red, then turned into sorry. black. Wild. He was, he, was mov- he was moving throughout the colors. All the colors. Yes. Wow. But Kimberly stayed pink. Kimberly yeah. stayed pink. She was like the first, yeah, she was like a true 90s icon. Amy Jo Johnson. Yes. Amy Jo Johnson. And I feel like every single town had some urban legend where, like, where they were like, our drama teacher knows Amy Jo Johnson. <laughs> we had that at our uh, school. Where it was what like, a stunt. It yeah. was, it's, such a, it's such a dumb stunt. She was a star. There was something about her. She was definitely the one that stood out. The, like She was like. She popped. But maybe it was just yeah. because like. She was like the girl because they weren't like sexualizing the women of color. But, <laughs> you know well, I mean? She yeah. had attitude. Like she was. Yeah. She was also in a Disney original movie called Suzy Q. Suzy Q. Fantastic in that as well. Amazing. Yes. And that that movie is fucking sad. It is the. I don't know why they made that into a movie. Do you oh know God. about Suzy Q? I vaguely know about Suzy Q. Okay, so just for the listeners who don't know about <laughs> Suzy Q, we should just go through Suzy Q. So yeah. Suzy Q begins in the the year 1955. Yes. And Suzy Q uh, is a high school girl who gets asked out to the dance yes. or maybe the prom or something. Yeah, prom 
homecoming one of those dances. Right. She's wearing a gorgeous pink dress, yes. and her date comes and picks her up in the car. Her parents see her off, and they get into a car accident on the way to the dance. On a bridge. On, on a, a bridge. bridge. And the bridge, like, falls into the lake yeah. or whatever. And then is she a ghost? Yeah, she, like, dies, and then, like, it's in the modern time, and she's the ghost has to, like, help this other high school boy, like, yes. do something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he, like, kind of falls in love with the ghost. It's a whole. They definitely like fall Casper, in love. But yes. Like, like Casper. There's an unfinished business narrative. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very odd. Wow. But Amy Jo Johnson plays Susie Q. And also I remember about Susie Q that she was like bleeding from the head when she died. And I was like, this is like fully a Disney Channel it's movie. Disney I don't Channel. know about it's this. Crazy. Yeah, it was very dark. It was dark. dark. It dealt with death. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like we discussed like earlier. Like we discussed earlier. Yeah. Full circle. Kimberly popped. But I feel like Trini Tran, Trini Kwan, played by Tui Trang, who... Tragically, who did die in a car accident? And this is crazy. Death is following us in this episode. I know. Oh my god! Wait, that was so fucking sad. Really sad. I don't remember when that did that happen. Like late aughts, like after, like by the time we had like grown out of. She wasn't in the movie because in the in the in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, Aisha was the Yellow Ranger. Yes, right. And I fucking lived for Aisha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved her. Replaced by her African cousin Tanya. Oh my god, is that true? Yes, in in uh, like in the series. Aisha went to Africa and switched with her cousin Tanya. Wait, Aisha goes to Africa? Yeah, so in season three of okay, Power cool. Rangers, um, th- there's a spell where they all become little kids. And so then <laughs> little kid Aisha goes to Africa and she's like, I'm just going to stay here. Wait, it's the motherland. I remember wow. And then Tanya switched with her and she came back and was like, I guess I'll be the Yellow Ranger. Which you know just means they were done with the actress. Absolutely. That's <laughs> They're like, we need a new black woman. They were like, we can't deal with whatever you're serving right now. Strange oh. fact, that actress was also in the movie Rent. She was one of the singers that was singing about having AIDS. Wow. But will I lose my dignity yes. circle? These are things like I just like re- remember like Power Rangers as actors. Like in the movie, yes. not another team movie, <gasps> the actress who has her titties out yeah. was the Yellow Rangers and Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Wow. Holy, <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Dwayne, we have a true scholar with us. <laughs> yeah, you are I a mean, Power I'm Rangers like, kind I'm like of really bitch. deep in. Okay. Yes. Well, okay, can you can you do this? Can you go in order of the franchises? I can try. There's go, like go go to the highest point. you can go. Okay, let me. See. It's first is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes. yes. Uh, then within Mighty Morphin, there's Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers because Alien Rangers come in. Right. Uh, and then there's uh, within the first three seasons is Mighty Morphin, but then they get their Ninjetti powers, which Ninjetti. is what the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie is based on. Yes. Oh wow! I loved uh, I loved that story in the, the movie. By the way, yes, I fantastic. loved that. Yeah, because uh, Dulcia, the little uh, lady with the little whippy thing, Dulcia, yeah, Dulcia. fantastic. Oh, Oh my God. <laughs> Miss Dulcia yeah. was a gay icon. She, she was. She really was. Miss Dulcia was everything. was everything and more. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was, uh, they get the Zeo crystal. So it's Zio. Zio. Mm-hmm. That's when Tommy becomes the Red Ranger in the leader. Yes. Uh, and then after that was Power Rangers Turbo, which is what the second Power Rangers movie was based off of. Yes. But, uh, but then at this point, we've swapped. It's different people. Yes. This yeah. is now like um, where they had Justin, who was like the little boy who grew when he morphed. Huh. Uh, that was in Turbo. Yeah, that was. That's when Turbo's it trash. slightly jumped the shark. I don't like that <laughs> point. Your your post zero. You're saying Turbo is when it jumps the no, shark. No, I don't uh, like and then that. There's like a thousand more seasons. Uh, no, no kids. They all have to be teens. Kids are not canon for me. Yeah, he was a literal child, mm-hmm. and then he morphed. No. He grew two feet. It was strange. Wow, we don't yeah. need that. Okay. Uh, then after that, it was Turbo, and then Space Power Rangers space. in space. Love yes. when they just go to space. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when uh, the lead. Andros and his sister Andronima, she was the evil person. They turned out to be twins. 
uh, it was I like a soap that. opera. <sighs> and then uh, after that, it's Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Lost Galaxy. That's the one with the lady from Not Another Team Movies, who titties, yes, titties. titties. we've seen. Titties, and of after course. that is Power Rangers... Uh, Lightspeed Rescue. Lightspeed Rescue, when they were just like a firefighting team. <laughs> um, they, had, they had a great... Lightspeed Rescue had a great theme song. Yes. Power Rangers and Lightspeed Rescue! It's like, light speed, go! It was belt scrolling to the gods. I truly listen to that theme song probably once a month. It is fantastic. This is unbelievable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's when, like, the Power Rangers were public, and people, like, knew that they were Oh, they knew their identities. Yeah, because they were just, like, public servants. That makes it well, because they less were just fun. firefighters. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then Light- after Lightspeed was Time Force. Yes, Time okay, Force. Yeah. Time Force was great. Uh, that's when they were fucking with time. Um, yeah. which, you know what? You can you can do so much with that yeah, if you have the ability to, and you have the access to. Then go ahead and fuck then with time. Go, fuck, go fuck I with trust time. the Power Rangers one hundred percent. They'll set it right. It was great. There was a, a guy with green hair who had like a. Robot bird. Um, okay. And then what was after Wild that? Wild Force? I think it was Wild Force. Yeah. Uh, with this guy that Bowen thinks is hot. Um, turned out to be a murderer. Was a murder- full murderer, no, which is a narrative for you that I love. So hot. It's crazy. Oh, I think I masturbated to him as, as like a as like a 14-year-old. I think I probably <laughs> masturbated to Tommy and Jason and Billy and Zach and all the original ones without knowing what I was doing. Like oh. I probably was like humping the like this table. Yeah. You know oh. what I thought was really hot? TJ. He was the one that was TJ. In, he was like he was in Power Rangers Turbo in, in space. He's like black, bald, had like a really nice mole next to his oh, eye. Oh, okay. Very handsome. Uh-huh, TJ. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, very handsome. Um, David Yost is... Billy. Billy. He is at Billy. all he is at all the Dracons. He has his own booth. Is he, he gay? He's gay. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And he has. He just brings the, the blue helmet and he just has it there and he'll, he'll take mm-hmm. your picture. He's very nice. It's known that he um, was experiencing a lot of homophobia yes. on the set. Yes. Really? Isn't yeah. that something? Mm-hmm. I think you make that a fucking movie. Yeah. I would love to star in that. You would be a great Billy. I know. A Slap great some glasses David on me. And I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. I would be a great hotter David Yost. Stop it. <laughs> David. Uh, David. No, did I, I say David facts Yost? Facts are facts. Let me have that. David Yost. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. 
Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details um but let me have that i'm a hot david yost Dwayne, is there someone in power rangers okay you tell us what franchise you would want to be in and what color and what power we would whatever go um i still think like the ninjetti season was like my favorite one because they're because they had like pre outfits before they Mm -hmm. moved and i love a pre outfit they were like we're gonna oh yeah have these like ninja outfits and then when things get too rough then we'll morph then we'll morph Um, and I would like to be the White Ranger. Like there was like something like a yes. regal about yes. he was getting yes. like angel. Yes, teeth. he had because they gave him like a gold embellishment on his on his shoulders. Yes, yes, right? yes, 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 yes. Like and I remember the White Ranger got like a little bit more. Like that yes. was like clearly the leader. Mm-hmm. He yes. had his own sword. Yes, uh, his um, he had weapons. He, he had a talking sword that would like talk. A hundred percent. He had like a tiger, like his yes. own sword. It was fantastic. Wow. Okay, did you play with the Power Rangers toys constantly? Okay, so whenever I would get new Power Rangers toys, it was a fucking moment like I remember yeah. like the ones where you would get all the action figures and they came with their own little uh, what would you call them like zords what, what are they called yeah that's right. yeah. Zords, yeah so then you put them all together and they made up they made the Megazord. big one the yeah. megazord okay 
That was my full shit. Yeah. Yes. All of the action figures, like they had the the like a button where it flips, so they're yeah, so they're yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And, and to their torso. Like, yes. Uh, fantastic. See, I love the one. The, my favorite toy I think I ever had was the Power Rangers. Like all the Zords would come together, and it was the pink one was the crane, yes. the yellow one was the bear, mm-hmm. and this was one with the movie. Yes. And I forget. I remember the the green, the black one was the frog. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I I forget what the rest of them were, but the they, one was they the all, ape, and then the yes. white one was the falcon yeah. yes yes there you go <laughs> I, lo- I truly loved that the black one was a frog and that w- whatever his name was adam adam hated it yes and dosia was like adam why are you mad and he was like because i'm a frog, frog. And she was like yeah to kiss and turn into a prince and yes I was like, oh, oh my god, god. Yes. wait okay no i, just, I need to I watch, this movie, watch again. this movie maybe last week wait <laughs> dulcia wait oh my god dulcia was the queen yes. queen the title of the episode is queen dulcia uh, i think to be more accessible i love that okay but, but maybe we should do it's morphin time it's morphin yeah. time because it is <gasps> it is morphin time it is it's truly morphin time. Yeah. Wow. That's a phrase that I really take with me, which just means like, it's time to like be a bad bitch. Like, yes. Just like turn on turn the charm, on. turn it on. Yes. Honestly, every time I go into a general, it's morphin time. Same. It's morphin time. Unbelievable. Whoa. Every time I fucking, every time I pull my dick out to jerk off, it's morphin time. <laughs> honestly, uh, things change. Uh, they do. They grow. Okay. Question. You have a second thing that you were saying was that oh, cultural. Yeah. This yeah. is more like sentimental. I love um, It's, uh, the Curse of Monte Cristo. So this is like a very important moment in my life. So I had a very bad stutter for a large part of my life. Oh, I had speech therapy for 15 years. Uh And in, I think it was like fourth or fifth grade, um, my teachers would hate to call on me because like I was very smart and I'd be like, I know the answer, but it would be so hard to get out. Uh And I remember I volunteered to read like an excerpt from the like a an excerpt from the play uh-huh. the curse of monte cristo and it's the first time where i read something and didn't stutter <gasps> and i realized that when i'm like reading or acting i did not stutter wow and that was like the beginning of me finding that out and that's how i got into like performing because i was like oh when i'm not saying my own words it's easier to talk because i don't have to think about the words because they're given to me uh-huh and it was just like a very like oh wow aha moment. Okay, so, that's amazing. That's so incredible. so did you think that your stutter was a social thing or like an anxiety thing? It's, uh, so stuttering as like a science mm-hmm. is not really people don't know why someone stutters or why they stop. Uh-huh. But you have so like with my speech therapy, I had to have normal therapy just mm-hmm. to be like we have to figure out what is triggering the stutter. Uh, yeah, and it turns out mine was anxiety based. Mm-hmm. So when I was like talking to people, mm-hmm. I would get. I hated talking to people because I was like, oh, I'm going to stutter. I don't like this. And that would make me stutter more. Mm -hmm. So when I didn't have to think of my own words, that anxiety wasn't there because I was like, oh, I I don't have to think about what I'm going to say because I can just say it. It's there. Yes. And then now that I'm older because I don't give a fuck about what I say, Uh I don't stutter because I don't care (laughs) what comes out of my mouth. Does does the stutter ever come back? It does. Normally in situations where I'm very anxious. Yeah, right, right, right. right. And Uh uh, for me personally, it was based on like certain sounds. I see. So like saying a D was hard, which is very Mm. difficult because my name starts with a D. So Mm. sometimes when I'm introducing myself, I stutter. Where I'm like, hi, I am, whoa, Dwayne. Like, I have to, like, <laughs> re, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a whole thing. Yeah. God, wow. I mean, there is something truly, like. Bless you, by the way. Thank you so much. Even though no, no one here is religious. <laughs> yeah, no one here is religious. Um, I honestly, well, I don't know. I feel like I experienced, oh, this is something. This is my equivalent to you cracking an egg and not knowing how to do it as you grow up. Great, share. I feel like now that I'm older, I have a harder time putting things into words and then 
I, I have these silences and then people will just like, just like, z- like zone the fuck out, out while I'm talking and like not pay attention to me. And then I get even more anxious and then I'm like, oh, well now there's no, I need a course correct and mm-hmm. what do I do? And like, it's truly a weird thing that I am maybe just starting to notice now that I've done my, all my life, but it is this weird, like newfound social anxiety that I have. That's interesting. Anyway, something I something is. I used to do growing up, and now I, I I eliminated. But I they almost sent me to therapy about it too. They being my parents, <laughs> um, I would say something, and then I would say something. Like I would say I would say a sentence, and then I would say a sentence. Like, I, like it? I, I would repeat it after in a really quiet voice. So you'd be like, I think it was because I wanted to check with myself that what I had said was like good or cool. So oh. I think it was because I just want to check in myself. But my mom was always like, stop doing that. And I was like, I'm stop, not doing anything. Do, do it. Yeah. Anything. What was really fucked up is that when I was a kid, because the stutter was anxiety based, yeah. I couldn't lie. Mm, so like when I would wow. lie, I would automatically stutter. So whenever I would lie, my parents would be like, you're not telling the truth. Yep. So I just like. Couldn't lie as a kid. Oh my fucking god! Sucked. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's crazy. Oh, but okay. What I was gonna say also is that fucking growing up with any sort of speech impediment, I think like it's so it's I don't know. It's just tough. In yeah, not it's hard in, enough just, being a kid. Just in school, but just the like, kids are so fucking mm-hmm. relentless and cruel about oh, that shit. Yeah. Oh, they are terrible. Which terrible. is why this is something. And I say in stand-up, so it's fine. Which is like, I tried to kill him, a kid when I was young. Uh-huh. Uh, this is getting dark. But go, like, go, go. Uh, I was getting bullied pretty heavily because yeah. I was like a very young, uh, small, gay child who had a speech mm-hmm. impact. Like I was like you the were... poster child for bullying. Yeah. Getting picked and up, I was yeah. getting like physically like beat up. And one day I brought like garden shears to school to like... <gasps> I was going to stab this kid, but I didn't because yeah. I got tackled <laughs> by the gym teacher. And, so it's fine. And my school was just like, yo, you got to relax. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> That's fine. I bet you wouldn't have done it had the moment come. I don't but we know. We don't know. We'll never know. You had you, know. you were pent. You were penting I, up It was pent. I mean, technically, my school, like- made me like special education uh-huh. and my parents like I only was out of it because my mother worked at the school and she mm-hmm. was like hey don't like he that's not correct like mm-hmm. he's very smart like he has the uh, ability to not be in special education so then I wasn't and I but I had to like constantly prove which is why uh, I was yes. like IB because I was like well the only way I can prove I'm not like mentally handicapped is by constantly showing how smart I can be. Right, 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 right. And then that made me into an egomaniac. Mm-hmm. By eighth grade, I literally wrote my eighth grade teacher a note being like, these are the ways you could be a better teacher. Because <laughs> I'm very smart. I know everything. <laughs> she dragged me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. The e- e- ego in kids is is no joke. I remember I uh, there was the thing called Excel, the Excel program at my school. Like it was kind of like for the quote unquote like um, Gifted and talented kids, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and I remember I took the test and I did not get in, which made no sense to me. I was like, I am so much more intelligent than these clowns you have in the Excel program. This there has to be some mistake, and I remember like they wouldn't let me take it again, and so it was I had such a chip on my shoulder forever that I wasn't in this program, and it was just like the kids that were in it were absolutely insufferable. And I feel like this is a criticism I have with like the school system at large is like you so consciously separate these kids at such an early age <sighs> based on these, this stupid bullshit that doesn't do anything for them. Yeah. And then like 
like in high school, of course, there's like honors classes, AP, IB, whatever. whatever like it's whatever. accelerated because that's where they're all at. But these fucking kids, like when when all the kids are seven and eight years old, put them all in the same fucking class. Yeah. When yeah. you were in elementary school, mm-hmm. were your classes like the different classes ranked? No, no, at, mean, not elementary ranks? school. Like at my school, like from. Uh, I went to a private school until second grade. Then I got transferred to like this public school. Mm-hmm. Where literally on the first day I got beat up. But like from Ugh. second to eighth grade, each class was like ranked. Like this is like the highest with the smartest kids, Mm-mm. second highest, like lowest. Wait, what they so- did was they would put like if there was like twenty five kids in a class, there'd be eight kids that were more advanced eight kids that were in the middle and eight kids that were like less at less less uh, advanced yeah, like like do. but it was like by classroom so like they put mm. all the smartest kids in one class that did not happen. then like the next like you were ranked by like how smart you but are but within the grade they wouldn't like rank the grades against each other no like, but, like, like within the grade the yeah. students the classes would be ranked. Yeah, yeah, yeah so like within like second grade it was like oh this teacher teaches the smart kids this teacher ke- teaches Whoa. the second smartest kids and that's the dumb class that's insane we that's had we had we had up. one special ed class I remember that, and then all the other classes. I believe the way they did it was they they there was like a range of children, I guess, wow. like in terms of in terms of aptitude. But then, of course, when you get to middle school and high school, they separate you into like honors classes, whatever. But okay, because like when I first transferred to that school, I was put in the lowest because they were like, "Oh, you have a speech impediment," and then I kept like moving different classes because uh-huh. they were like, "Oh, you're too smart for this class. Uh-huh. Oh, you're too smart for yeah, this yeah, class." Yeah. Then I eventually that's rose so to the top. Crazy. That'll that'll do. Yeah, I mean that 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 like, that's gonna like internalize some like motivational force for you for the rest of your life. Yeah, you wonder what the best way to do that is it was because like kids are not dumb. Like you know what I mean. Like when they see as early as second grade that they're being separated. Like I wonder what that does to to how much effort some kid puts in. You Absolutely. Know? Totally. Well, I'm blacking this out because like when I first moved to the U.S., it was this like really crazy. I'm not gonna say traumatic, but it was just like I had to like learn English all of a sudden and like just like just like catch the fuck up and like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I think they did do a thing where fourth and fifth grade they like ranked the students and it was like a cast list bullshit nonsense thing where they just like posted it on the goddamn wall. We had that in high school. And then we yeah, had the gold same. star show. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I think yeah, early as early as elementary school. That's too much. And also, <laughs> also, this is how you know this is all bullshit, y'all. I mean, back in the day, at least, um, early aughts, I walked. I was not gifted and talented myself in the in the fourth grade. That I, shocks me. But I. But here's what happened. I literally, my friend Danny Wetmore was in the gifted and talented class, and I wanted to go hang out with him after recess. So mm-hmm. I walked into the gifted and talented room where all they did was play fucking like math blasters. Yeah, or right, some shit. right, right, right. And I walked. It, that's all they did. They did not learn. No, they went on field trips that we couldn't go. They on. went on field trips and they yeah. played computer games all day. Mm-hmm. That is what they do. It's like a fucking. It's like fucking like green room lounge with computers. Like it, that's all it was. But I walk in there mm-hmm. and then the teacher, Miss Miss Swift or something, she was this like kooky lady. She was like, oh, you're, oh, hello. What are you, you're, you're a new student in the class. Well, come join. And like, I was put in gifted and talented because I walked into that room and the teacher was like, yes, I assume maybe, who knows if it was wow. ethnic or racial, but she was <laughs> it's like. It's crazy they uh, had the dumb teacher that allowed that to happen. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ms. Wow. Swift, more like Ms. Dumb. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so. that's why I should be in gifted and talented. That joke. <laughs> uh, but like it's it. all a fucking it's mm-hmm. a, it, it is a joke it's dumb anyway I just feel like and then but then about on the same token it's like I don't know if you if if you have a class that's like where everyone's spread out like do you want to like slow down the learning for the kids that need 
it quicker, but also it doesn't fucking matter. I think what you do psychologically to a child at a young age, if you tell them you're dumber than the other kids, like that's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, Not everyone's God. mentally strong enough to handle that. Yeah. It yeah. definitely had an effect for sure. Mm. Yeah. And so that's why I will put my child into the Montessori school. No, I don't know. I won't have kids for that reason. Oh, well, I don't think we're going to have kids. No, I'm, I'm not, not having a child. Oh, no. no. For no. What? Why? No. <laughs> so that they for can, what reason? For what? So that they can boil to death. Truly. Also, not for nothing, but this all this talk of school is making me think of the Felicity Huffman, Lori Laughlin controversy, oh, here we go. which is the college scams, oh, man. which is literally, it's so funny to me. We're recording this the week of, by the way. This, this yes. just happened. This, this is Thursday. Just, this just happened on so Tuesday. So we don't know when this episode is coming out, but it could be soon, could be in a little while. But we are recording this days after it's reported that as many as 50 people have been arrested, CEOs, a couple actresses, coaches. college coaches, people in education, et cetera, who uh, were part of a bribery scheme to get children into college despite them not deserving it. And, and, and like they made their children appear – like they were better candidates for Ivy League schools and also schools like USC um, than they were. So <laughs> this is so crazy to me because you couldn't pick two more random actresses than Felicity Hoffman and Lori Loughlin. <laughs> it is Man. so fucking random. It's and so fun. Also, we've been saying in the room, like Chris Kelly was like, wow, Lori Loughlin can't get top billing. And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah and Felicity weird. Hoffman will never be a star by herself. Ugh. Always got to be in a group yeah. with another like actress. Oh, like, it's just so funny to me. And then also what's also hilarious is the courtroom drawings of them. Oh, they look so rough. And did you see Evan Ross Katz like made them into tote bags? No. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I need that tote. I would love a tote with a distressed white woman on it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's fun. A, a distressed white woman on the stand. Uh, I just, for being able to pay $500,000 so it looks like her daughter rode crew. Honestly, to be I don't know. There's nothing that whiter not than that. Worth it. That is insane no, to me. $500,000. Psychotic. For your kid to... You already have, just let your kid just enjoy your wealth. Like Truly. that is stupid. Also, Z-Way, Z-Way tweeted something funny. She goes, it's okay to admit that your kid is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, also, like it's okay. the mediocrity that you are that you must possess to need to have five hundred thousand dollars paid on your behalf to get into like USC. When you're like live in California and your parents are who they are, uh, yeah. not for nothing. I'm very curious to know if there was like a negotiation situation. Like she was like a sure. hundred thousand, and they were like, "No, she's dumb." And she this was like two hundred, like, but she's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, Three hundred. Yeah. yeah, I know. God, wait, I need to watch the vlogs of the daughter. Well, did you know that Lori Loughlin's daughter had a press conference where she was what? like, "I didn't even want to go to college." Ah! <laughs> like she's being this... such a bitch. Her mom is gonna, gonna go to like prison, and she's like, "Well, guess what, guys? Is... I didn't even want to go to fucking college, and they made me." So, have they found Lori yet? Yeah, they I... found her. Yeah, no, okay. they both turned themselves in. Yeah, she was at yeah. LAX, but yes. for a while, like, wasn't Lori trying to escape? Mm-hmm. She she was trying to find like safe passage. She was trying to find safe passage. It was a whole thing. It, isn't that incredible? And her daughter was like on a yacht with yes. USC people, oh. and she had to leave the USC yacht. This is beautiful. It's so <sighs> it's so there's it's perfect, uh, uh, just unadulterated Schadenfreude. Like you just you love yeah. that these people are suffering because mm-hmm. they deserve it. So it's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I mean, I'm sure the kids are like <laughs> fucking nightmares, but it also does make me feel bad for them a little no! bit. No, well, a little bit Ooh. because a little bit just because 
as a young person, you have your whole life to get better. Their parents are fucking miserable and selfish and whatever. But like, I do feel bad that at no point now can they turn it around. Like, it's like, yes, sure they can. I don't know. I don't yeah, think they, this is going to affect them in any way. They, Matt, they're already will there. Not, there are, I have zero sympathy. Like, I you, want it. you think they won't get kicked out of school? I think even if they fucking do, they'll be fine. Eh, you're right. If you can pay $500,000 to get your child into college, yeah, if they good. don't go to like, it does like not they're matter. They're also fully Instagram stars. I forget sometimes that no publicity is bad publicity. Like, I really forget that. No like, publicity is bad publicity. These people, they're going to be, they're going to like probably get fucking yeah. book deals She's about shit. to come up with a makeup line You're or some right. shit. You're like, right. Like, they're the next Kardashian. <laughs> the Laughlin's. fine. The Laughlin's. Ugh, the whitest fucking last <laughs> the name. The funniest thing I saw about it. The funniest thing I saw about it was someone tweeted, Never watched Full House. Just thought Aunt Becky was a hilarious thing we were calling this white lady. (laughs) (laughs) Which is perfect. It is. is. Everything about this is perfection. And Lynette. Lynette Uh, Scavo. It's so Uh, funny that she went to prison for dodgy mom shit. Because. I just always will picture Lynette like fucking being addicted to her kids' ADD medication. The heels in the pool. Being so tired. I'm like, yeah. I kind of loved Lynette as the character. I know. She's so stressed out. I did not like Lynette because she was such a killjoy. And if I was, she had the hottest husband too. The hottest husband. Tom. Tom Tom Scavo was. Can I tell you, like publicly, I talk so much shit about white ladies. I'd be dragging them constantly. But yep. like, I am so entertained. But if a white oh. woman has a skill, I am in. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Would you consider it. this a skill for Lori and Felicity? Yeah. Yes. Clearly no. I, mean, I love a scam. I love a And if mm. I was a white woman, do you know how often I would be scamming? Yep. Because no one's going to do anything. Like, no this is like the first time I'm like, oh, you're, oh, something's happening. But yeah. like, how long have they been scamming? I'm well, like, yeah. oh, that's the thing. It's like white women can get, can, white women and white, just like, like your Billy McFarlane's, but like, but maybe he didn't get away with it. But like white women get away with this shit until they don't. But then it's like you think about all the white women who currently are getting away I with know. it. Like, are you following this Elizabeth Holmes shit? Oh, absolutely. No. I interviewed the director of, of the film oh, at the Sundance. Oh. And have, did you, have you listened to the Dropout, the podcast? No. ABC but News, it's phenomenal. I also talked to the people. That they. It was the director of the film who also did the Scientology movie Going Clear. Ooh. So this guy is really good, this, 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 good this documentarian. And there was also... Um, at Sundance, when I interviewed them, it was people who were involved with Elizabeth Holmes herself. It was like regular people that are in the documentary featured. Wow. This is a crazy fucking it's story. A crazy Have you story. heard about this? No, what is this? This woman who goes to Stanford, like her dad used to be some exec at Enron. Mm-hmm. After Enron crashed, this the story, the juicy like thing that narrative that people want to project onto this is that she probably saw her dad fail. Mm-hmm. And was like driven to like succeed at all costs mm-hmm. and to become a successful business person. So she goes to Stanford. She wants to start the startup. Um, she has this idea for a blood test, that a machine that can run a blood test based based using only one drop of blood, yeah. thousands of blood tests based on a machine that people can have in their homes. So you wouldn't have to draw blood really. It would be much easier to get like test results and stuff like that. It's called it Theranos. Theranos. It would change, and the machine was called an Edison. It would change yeah. healthcare forever, in theory, if this machine were to come into were to like exist. But then somehow it's like she. She gets. She drops out of Stanford. All of her. They talk, They interview some of her old um, chemistry, chemical engineering professors, and they were just like, "Hack." They were just like, "She's a fucking lunatic." But, but she's she, charismatic. And but gets she's money charismatic, from and so she's able to talk to like Henry Kissinger and fucking old army generals and fucking 
God, like all these fucking people, all these rep- mostly Republicans who mm-hmm. like in, who Angel invest into this business called yeah. Theranos. Um, but then she like drops her voice and starts wearing turtlenecks because she's obsessed with Steve Jobs, yeah. and she starts to become this like different person. So she basically like tries to iconicize herself yes. into this like female young hot, honestly, blonde Steve Jobs type. And because people, I think, what, because, what people because say, she's, like, a, she's a young woman. She's, a young woman. she's like a, a, a new inventor. Like she talked the talk and people really bought it. And so they gave her all this money. And what ended up happening was it didn't fucking work. She didn't, like the technology wasn't there and she was lying and she like, she partnered with like she partnered with Walgreens to have these machines in every Walgreens. It would be yeah. within five miles of every home in America. Like she had this grand master plan that ripped just was off. not there. Ripped all these people off. These people lost billions and billions of dollars. Forbes valued her one year at like however many billion dollars yeah. down to zero after all this stuff came out, after all this reporting from the Wall Street Journal came yeah. out. And it's 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 like basically like Firefest, but like a person, but a woman. Like imagine <laughs> reverse social network. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. literally wow. that. So basically, now there's this movie about her coming out called The Inventor. A documentary, it's a documentary, yeah. um, and there's a film being made about her starring Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence, directed by Adam directed McKay, directed by Adam McKay, written by the woman who wrote The Shape of Water. What? That's gonna yeah. be great. I can't fucking. Wait Jennifer that Lawrence movie. is perfect to play her. Oh, yeah, I like read about this like last year when I was mm-hmm. writing yeah. on the break, but I just like forgot because I was like, "Oh, this is a crazy white woman." Because it was still uh, de- it was still being developed. Yeah. But now she she has all these charges, and she could she could go to prison for like I don't know. You'll see. You'll start years. to see posters about it. It's, she's gonna be a household name. It's gonna be. It's gonna like because especially now after the Firefest documentaries, like ev- how everyone was like so enamored with those. When people hear this story and like, they watch these movies, it I think is gonna be psychotic. Oh what is like yeah. there's some there is a cultural moment happening right now with scamming. Like people are like scamming is like happening right you now. You don't understand if I was a white person, I would be doing the same thing. I no keep- joke, I would be doing it. But yeah. you have anxiety about lying. Like I couldn't keep that. I up. wouldn't if I was white. I'd be like, who's gonna check me? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the confidence that comes with like privilege white, and money, yeah. like it, yeah, it yeah, really yeah. is like after it makes you feel invincible. Thing, like, it does, and I would truly, I especially if I was a white woman, I'd be robbing banks. I'd be, <laughs> I would be, I would be the worst. Well, imagine God knew to be the me best a black gay man because he's oh, like, yeah. be oppressed so you can be a good person. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. imagine, I, I always say, Wait, I think if I wasn't culture, gay, I'd be the worst. That that's is a rule culture. culture number seventy-five. Um, be be oppressed so you you can can be be a good good person. person. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with... Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. I, I always feel like, so this, with this scam with the colleges, right? So if you read about what how fucking stupid it is. These people are so You would have to think, well, I'm never getting caught to do it because literally they like made it appear like their daughter's road crew. Photoshopped it. The Photoshop. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And also there's fully email paper trails in the, oh, in yeah. the Felicity Huffman thing. Insane. She said rut row at one point. Well, I didn't read these emails. Girl. Like She's literally. fucking Scooby doing. Yes, they were going back and forth and being like, does this Photoshop work? Uh, and then somebody was like, she should be more in the water. Like it was, mm-hmm. it's just like insane. Wait. Themes. Yes. Wait, she should be more in the water. <laughs> what, what is what is the Felicity stuff? I couldn't keep up with this. I can make sense of it. Stuff no, but is with the proctor. SAT thing. So basically, her daughter took the SATs and they got had, a score that was like in the 1100s. And someone said, Well, part of this is I will go in after your daughter takes the test and I will change the answers to the right ones. So they changed her score from like an 11 something to a 1420. Stupid, which is still a. My parents would have killed me. Well, I got Some, a 1280, so shut up, bitch. I didn't have to take that. I took the ACT. Oh, so mm. did we. But 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 you know, um, yeah, I did well on that one. Me too. That's so funny I that thrived. this Felicity, this uh, this is it's Felicity and Lori. It's like so beautiful. It's so delicious. Yes. And Joel and Joel tweeted this. He was like, 
God, Love God, Felicity. God, but... God bless. No, he goes. No, he no. He goes. God bless Felicity and Lori and all. And and this day, like, they gave us one blessed day in 2019 to make us feel like it was 2014 again, where we could just not worry about politics. <laughs> it could just be about dumb celebrity bullshit. Yeah. And and then he ends it with. Um, Beto should not run for president. <laughs> so, like, so should not. It's so but, fucking crowded. Anyway, um, but what a juicy, juicy story. Oh yeah. No. And we were saying like, like had this happened. We were talking about this today in in the other two room. We were saying like in the nineties, it felt like there were five big news stories. It was uh-huh. Tanya Harding, mm-hmm. uh, John Bonet, OJ, mm-hmm. Monica, Monica and Bill, and Diana. Yeah, and like though that was like the '90s. Whereas now it's like every two days there's a I massive know. scandal. Like yeah, had yeah, this yeah. happened in the '90s, it would have been like it one of those been. Things. And do you know what's crazy? All those stories you told, white women—they yes. have been out here wilding <laughs> since forever. Yes, Nicole since it, Eve eating apples and shit. Yes. You can't trust white women. Yes, Nicole Brown Simpson. That was her fault. It's a rule of culture number nineteen. That was Nicole, Nicole Brown, Brown Simpson's, Simpson's fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> out here getting murdered. Come See, on. Wilding. Oh my god. <laughs> don't marry a murderer if you don't want to get murdered. I uh, know. It's all your fault. Just kidding. All respect I'm to the kidding. family. I'm totally kidding. Did and you of like course, Ron Goldman we love? And Ron Goldman we love. Um, did you like writing for late night? Was that like a fun thing for you or was that like a hectic thing? Um, that you constantly I enjoyed keep? the job. Yeah. But mm, as a mm-hmm. as a black gay man again, yeah. the talk about it. The things that we had to make jokes about impacted me very differently. I was the only person of color in that room. Yep. And I think late night as an art is mainly affluent white people talking about things that don't actually affect their everyday life. And it was hard to try to make jokes about things that I was like, oh, this is Mm -hmm. personal. Like, if I was in a writer's room when the whole, like, Jesse Smollett thing happened, I would not have wanted to write jokes about that. Like, I... But it... It's a profession that forces you to find funny and things that I was like, yo, I don't... I don't want to... I don't want to do this. Like, I enjoyed it, but do I want to do it again? Not necessarily. Like, if I was like needed a bunch of money, sure, right, right. but it's not my first choice. I'd rather be in a narrative room where I can just like make up stories there you go. There that you are go. fun and not have to anchor it to something that is uncomfortable and like crazy. Because like that's, I mean, that's like my and I can I, I feel comfortable saying this. That's like my least favorite part of my job is just the times when you have to sit in a room and decide how to make something horrible funny. It's yes, like, it's like how do you? And it's it it never feels like it fully pays off because there's still that like ounce of pain to everything but yeah. like anyway it's like know. how is it helping like even going to the white house correspondence dinner was like one of th- it was gross like it felt like the hunger games like you were in a room with a bunch of people Ugh. who on tv rich people are like arguing and they're like we hate each other but, but they're in that all room, on the same side they were just like hugging taking photos it was fucking disgusting like Kellyanne conway was like acting as if she was like a kardashian like literally God. everybody's taking selfies it was they're all and then the they put the writers in like one corner being like you're the poor people go <laughs> in that corner wow and then when she did her like speech. They were just like, "Oh God, how could she?" And I'm like, "What? Do y'all not see what's happening right yeah. now?" Like, truly, this should be the prevailing narrative from that moment. And this has happened so many times. But the reaction to Michelle Wolf's right house correspondence dinner speech said, "Like, that just shows you that they're all playing for the same fucking team." Also, not for nothing. I love Michelle Wolf, and I loved that. I loved that speech. It was also mild in terms so of how- So goddamn it, it, it was not, I mean, I, I'll tell you what I think happened. I think what happened was they heard that, they heard her say she burns facts, and I think they heard she burns fats 
And they no. they they got it in their no. Listen, let me finish, please. They got no, no, it. I'm, I'm, I don't. They got it in their head that she was making an image conscious thing, and then they were like, "Oh, she's not." But we could spin it like she is, and we can get mad about this. And the eyeshadow thing was just such garbage to, to make about appearance. And the the Aunt Lydia thing was actually so such insulting a, to Ann Dowd, actually, yeah, and yeah, such garbage yeah. for them to like. Please suck my dick. Yeah. If you couldn't fucking deal with Michelle Wolf's comedy at that White House Correspondents Dinner, you can suck my fucking dick. That that sucked. I mean, like, fucking- you know, something that most people don't talk about, but um. A co- like, quite a few people thought that she was black. Like they thought that she like wasn't white. And really? That, yeah. Like that. That has that has been a thing for like a while. Where, like what? they're like, oh, she's like they don't think she's like a a white woman. They think she's I some see. kind of like ethnic woman. Right. And even like within that room, like there was moments where people were like whispering, being like, oh, like she's like a person of color. Like they said that she was a person of color. But then what? What does that surf on their end? Like that she's I, that like. I, she- I think that would help in the fact that, like, if in the disrespect of being like, let's disregard this person. Like, mm-hmm. how how dare she? Wow. Like, how dare she use this platform to talk to us like this? That's insane. Like it. Like that is a factor that even <laughs> there. <laughs> this is just like funny in my opinion. But there was a moment when I was talking to my reps about being the only person of color in mm-hmm. the room, and and they were like, "Oh man, how can a black woman only have one person of color?" <gasps> and and I was like, "Yeah, she a whole ass white woman." Like, ah. <laughs> like what are y'all talking about? Because wow. like she does she because she has like red hair and freckles, freckles. like right. people just don't assume that she is like a Caucasian woman, uh, but it is. But she, she's dope. I, um, yeah, she's I mean, great. I, I think Michelle is so funny, and it's just like, it, but it's just so funny because had she done that set three years ago, no one would have said a fucking word. Absolutely. But because not. of the sensationalism around everything, I mean, honestly, if you take the last ten White House correspondence dinners, I would probably rank hers in terms of like offensive quality um, at like seven. God, I mean, to be honest with you, there was nothing there. Was I mean, and the things there. that were offensive, in my opinion, they didn't even talk about. Like she said that uh, Mitch McConnell's neck should be circumcised, and I was like, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's like, funny. And, and, that's he, and he has a fat, like he's literally talking about his fat, fat neck. neck. And they were like, they don't care, but like they really were trying to find any way. Yeah. And that's even like working on that show after that moment, we were like, this is things have changed now. Like mm-hmm. that yeah. moment changed yeah. the trajectory of the show because the show wasn't supposed to be political. Right. It's called The Break because it was supposed to be a break from politics. Wow. But right, 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 that right, right. moment kind of forced us into that place because everybody was like, you have to now oh my God. continue what you started at mm-hmm. the White House Correspondence Center. And by the last episode, we like finally got back to where we originally wanted. But by that point, we were like, this is hard. Like, we can't, this is yeah. not going, like, we found what we wanted, which was like, this is a comedy show yeah. where we want to talk about other things that are not politics. Like, yeah. the last episode, we did like two monologues about like crows fucking. Like, it was like very fun and just like yeah. silly. Yeah. But those first few episodes are just like based on the energy that she gave at the White House mm-hmm. Correspondence Center. So it was very much which, like... Which she had no control over, truly. I mean, the, in terms of the response, she did not yeah. have control over that. And yeah. because the politics, like the the right was constantly attacking her, Like mm-hmm. it was like, we have to kind of keep doing what we're doing because this is the thing that's getting the response that's... Uh, you know... It was a weird... That's, it was weird. That's weird. <laughs> I was watched hard. a lot of... Like, she really became the one of the most talked about people in America for the next two weeks after that. Like, it was crazy to watch. Like, but... I, what was so frustrating about it was watching and it, it it's it's why the media sucks so much because they don't have enough time 
to talk about complex issues with the complexity they need. They have two minutes to talk about this shit, maybe. And so they were like, well, I did think it was offensive, but she said, et cetera, et cetera, without even talking about what she had said, without yeah, playing the clip, yeah. without showing things in context. So it's just this begets that, begets that, begets that. And all of a sudden, you have this boiled down little sound bite, which someone hears at home, and they're making a whole judgment on that whole piece and the whole context in which it took place in, and it's like, and then you have fucking Andrea Mitchell being like, "I thought it was," I was like, "God," and God, honestly, shut, shut up. up. It just sucks. Like that whole thing sucked. But it's great to be a part of the team that fucked it all up. Yeah, right. well, honestly, <laughs> and like burn it all down. And your jokes were very good. Thank you. Yeah. They were great. I mean, like, but but it was just so and, crazy. Yeah, and your work on the break was wonderful. You you brought me in for this thing that you wrote that was oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Was humble great. brag. Fuck you. <laughs> Bowen <laughs> books. I, I didn't book. I just I just went in. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh, Dwayne is truly one of the most talented people, and I think this is great performer, great writer, great performer, great writer. And I think we're gonna Thank we're gonna, we're gonna put this all on display for all three of us mm-hmm. in our I don't think so, honey. It is time for I don't okay. think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. Is our segment that we do? Yeah. Um. We take one minute to rant against something in culture that we. You know what? Hate. You know what we hate. We don't like it. We don't like it. So, Matt, do you have do you have one? I could go first. Okay, that you could go first. This yeah. is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Anyone who dates the actress Kaylee Cuoco. Whoa. I don't like her. <laughs> the people who date her. I don't like her. Uh, I think she's kooky. I think she's hack. Um, oh. But also, like, if you date her, like Henry Cavill dated her for like a Whoa. hot minute, and I'm like. What? This is no way this is real. Uh, this kooky girl. Uh, I was like, this girl to me is like dating someone because he's Superman. Uh-huh. And I was like, why are you getting involved in that? Also, Henry Cable, if you go to his Instagram, I don't think so, honey. He is a goofy Instagram. Also, boring, 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 Whoa. boring. But he's the kind of guy who'll be like walking in the woods and Instagram himself and being like, I'm walking in the woods. And he'll say that out loud and that'll be the whole Instagram. Uh-huh. I don't think so, honey. You. I don't think so, honey. The fact that you guys were a couple for like 15 minutes I don't know why I'm like going back to this now but I also think now she's like she was married now she's not she seems to me like a celebrity that's like I'm a celebrity and that's it Big Bang Theory sucks no thanks Kelly Coco I don't think so many people who date her and that's one minute (laughs) that was beautiful that was holistic Uh, that was nice I, I was talking about this the other day I was like I don't get her. Who else has dated her besides Henry? I don't know. Okay. I mean, she was in the last season of Charmed, and that's when it really went downhill. Oh. I, I just like, <laughs> there's something about her where I'm just like, no. No. She's a no for She's me. a no for you. She's kooky and hack. Like, uh-huh. And I don't think it's just because of Big Bang Theory is like, whatever. Yeah. But um, it's just like something about her where I'm like, I don't like this. Mm. And then when she dates like famous people and they're photographed, I'm like, you know they set this up in in advance. I b- do believe she's married now or maybe divorced. I will look it up later. I did not research this. I don't think so, honey. <laughs> no, but I, we were talking about it in the room the other day and I was like, oh, like something about her seems like very fake celebrity to uh-huh, me. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> this is not good. Damn. Damn. No, that was, no, this is good. This I is was going to do I don't think so, honey, shitting next to another person. Well, you're never, you're, well. Right. Maybe for later. For later. I mean... I Bonding. Mean. <laughs> Bonding. I this think I have something. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey. Aloe, this is this new luxury <laughs> yoga. This is oh. this new luxury yoga uh, brand. that like They sell yoga pants and shit. They have a lovely location in the Grove. Lovely staff. The, the cashier gave me a free canvas tote. It's gorgeous. But 
they're, they were giving me crazy body dysmorphia right now because the best fit for me and one of their tops was an extra large. Mm. And for my shorts, it was a medium. Mm. So this is, I'm getting a lot of mixed signals and my body is going through some changes right 30 now. 30 seconds. And um, positive ones, I think. But I think like... I, I need to be supported in this way where things sort of track and scale along with me. You know, I don't think so, honey, when, you know, you're, you're fitting in your clothes all weird. And I, really, <laughs> but I think LA has really placated me. I'm not so angry about this. I'm just concerned. You know okay. what I mean? I don't think so, honey, is more like a, maybe we can consider something else, honey. Great. You know, so my, I don't think so, honey, Five is seconds. aloe. I love you as a store, but maybe we can reconsider the sizing. And that's one minute. <laughs> So I could have sworn you were going to talk about aloe, the plants. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's a miracle plant. I was like, I guess you don't like putting things on burns. Okay. I can never shit on aloe. Aloe is God. I feel but like, Aloe, the store, is different. Okay, so I, I feel upset for you about this because when sizing is off, yeah. I don't like that. Well, I, I don't think so, honey, when sizing is not Right. I can't tell if I'm if I'm like heavy up here and then and then some whatever the fuck's going on down here and in, in my legs. I don't know. It's it's really confusing. So that's that's just uh, once again society sending me you know bad signals about my body. So here's the thing. Yeah. You did not think so honey that was like more of a mm, maybe we can reconsider this. Yeah. And I did not think so honey which I'm already regretting because it was like feel I feel very negative. Oh no, but that's what that's the point. But I know what's going to happen. I I guess you're right but <sighs> I think Dwayne is going to do this. I don't think so right now. And uh-huh. he's going to turn it all around for us. Great, great. So you think. So we think. <laughs> no, this is, Dwayne, Dwayne has, is, a, is a master of the form. He's done it many times, but mm-hmm. here he is. Doing this it is again. Doing it again. This is Dwayne cool. Perkins. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Twitter potentially taking away likes and retweets. Oh, Whoa, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is the point oh, of Twitter? No. Like, also, I just started going viral. So, like, don't take this away from me. <sighs> like, this is the validation that I get every day. I wake up and think of the quirkiest thing I can think of. Yes. And then I post it and I wait for people to like it. Yes. That like equals one like in my heart. Yes. You take yes. that away, you're taking away my blood, mm-hmm. my life, mm-hmm. my spirit. Wow. I mm-hmm. I put so much of myself into seconds. Twitter. I didn't used to, but now I'm like, this is my thought. Like this is my diary. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is my album. That's mm-hmm. not music, but words. And oh! for you to take that away, it's taken away my livelihood. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten job offers from Twitter. Fifteen seconds. I've seconds. gotten uh, ass from Twitter. Yeah. Like, yes. How, like and that the popularity that you get from Twitter mm-hmm. transcends into real life and you five get seconds. Five perks. Yeah. So if you take that away, you're taking away happiness. So <gasps> that's, that's one, one minute. minute. Ooh, thank you Thank so you for much. acknowledging the, the, tra- the, the, the transference of your Twitter cloud into IRL cloud because sometimes it does, that does re- happen you for would, people. You would know. I, I mean, no, uh, I haven't gotten Twitter stuff. You would know. Okay. Um, so <laughs> you would. You, you would know. You would know. Um, wait. I love. Here's that. the thing. How likely is this? Uh, they said that in their next update that um, it's they they're also changing. Um, they tried a new look of the app and they took the bird away and people got really mad and, and they were like, "Well, we're just trying." It. What's there instead of the bird? Uh, nothing. It's just a blue square because they said minimalism is like what they were going for. Wow. Uh, it was uh, introduced at South by Southwest. Oh my oh, god! Yes. Okay. I they're mean. and they're trying to make it more user friendly uh, and trying to um, have more friendly conversations between people. So they're trying to take away the likes and retweets because they think it changes the focus of the platform, and they want to switch the platform to like really wholesome conversation. And what? also, they added like a camera feature because they want people to share more photos and videos similar to like so an they Instagram want it to be Instagram. They just want it to be Instagram. Mm-hmm. It has its own identity now. Why do you want less of an identity? 
Like I hate com- Twitter. Like communities are built around Twitter. Like 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 you have like gay Twitter. You have like oh I'm so mad. Black Twitter. Yeah. You have like yeah fucking gay Twitter again. Like, <laughs> like, you 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 it's it's a it's a tool to build. It's like fucking Arab Spring started out of whatever. Anyway. I'm mad about this. Well, I mean yeah. Twitter's also just broken and whatever. I mean n- 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 it'll never be great. You know what did I say about Dwayne's? I don't think so, honey. I said he turned it around. around. It's he got us talking. Cult, cultural starter. I mean, when Instagram went down, I feel like everybody had to really rely, examine themselves. Like, what would life yes. be if this shit wasn't here? Uh huh. It was kind of a beautiful moment. It was. <sighs> the day after all the Felicity stuff, we like, we've really been through it this week. This is weird, but I don't think it went down for me. Good for you. <laughs> I didn't notice that Instagram went down, and I think I just like. Didn't get that. Oh, wow. Well, you what were stuck in your prison. And that's why I'm like, <laughs> No, I, felt, I truly felt liberated. I was like, oh, I can go on this hike with Joel and not think about... Well, you can going. always go on a hike even though Instagram uh-huh. is up, Owen. I kept trying to post no. a picture of... Um, I've been on like a very special diet and it has mm-hmm. really like sucked... Like really like made yes. me tight, uh-huh, and I uh-huh. was trying to post a photo, and yeah. I couldn't. Uh-huh. And I had to sit with the fact of being like, oh, I just have to be happy with myself. Without this external Without, validation yeah. and the little serotonin bump. But yeah. Well, but we and then it went up later, and I was like, thank God. Yes. Give me compliments. Ah! We're fucking junkies. That's crazy. Well, Listen, what an app. I think ooh. we morphed from the beginning of this app to the end of this app. We morphed into better people. I think so. I agree. And I'm happy to have spent this morphing time with you. With Dwayne. Yes. Dwayne truly, like a phenomenal, phenomenal comedian and performer. If he's in your town, check him out. Oh, thank you. Where, really will great. you be traveling anywhere soon? I'm doing, hmm, yes, I'll be in New York, but like, but, this probably yeah, doesn't probably matter. Be, uh, I'm doing a show in May at some college. I don't remember. Some college. Uh, if you go to college, <laughs> eye on your boards. It's in St. Louis. Mary Mount, I think that's okay, the place. Okay, that's definitely a famously yes. a college in New York, but <laughs> <laughs> look, look Dwayne up. Hopefully, hopefully Twitter will still exist by the time uh, when this comes out. Ooh, I don't uh, know. The world is burning. The world is burning. Can we end on us all saying our sounds? Yes. 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 Here we go. You go. Hey! Nigga! Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort 
and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 